Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Danielle Jackson Dresser. And I'm Gwen Reyes. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. This week, we are taking a look at what entertainment we are so excited for this fall and winter. Get your TBRs and watch lists ready. We are joined by entertainment critic Susan Kamyab to talk about what we cannot wait to consume for the rest of this year. We're also going to go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort and joy lately. Welcome, Susan. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Just so everyone who's listening knows, Susan is going to join us for the whole episode. We're just going to kind of bring her into the fold. I hope, Susan, you're ready for digressions. Gwen and I go off on a lot of tangents. Sure, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. So we always start every episode just kind of, we call it our vibe check. How are we feeling this week? So Susan, how are you doing this week? Good. I'm good. It's been a busy week. Things have been, there's a lot of movie stuff going on. So we got to catch up there. And uh, work's been busy at the station, which is is good. I, I guess I'm just happy to be busy because I, I didn't like it when it wasn't busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you kind of give us a little like, yeah, what is your your background and, and what do you currently do right now? I work for Irving Community Television. I'm a entertainment reporter and film critic there. I've been working there for about Well, I started out as an intern, so I've been Mm -hmm. there for about 11 years now. In addition to the movie stuff, I also cover local entertainment events uh, around Irving. And so we have quite a lot of stuff going on there. But I really love the movie things. So I also yeah. have a website, thischickslicks.com. And that's where I post a lot of my movie reviews and interviews and stuff. Awesome. Yep. Susan is incredible. I love that she's able to balance doing both the film stuff, but also like being such a big part of the Irving culture scene. I think it's really mm-hmm. crucial what she's doing to bring attention oh. to that area. Thank you, Gwen. Yeah. That's awesome. Gwen, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm doing really well. This has been like, we're, so this will be coming out at the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. So it's getting cooler out, which is really nice. And I've been sleeping better because the sun is being more cooperative and setting and rising when it should, which is really nice. This week is okay. So when we're recording this, this is the first full week of school for my, I have a seven-year-old daughter and it's the first, like last week she just had, she started on Wednesday. So this is a very exciting time. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on too, at the end, but my house is very quiet now, which is amazing. (laughs) I'm so excited in that regard. It's been, it's been a really, really good week. And then also I'm going to say something, but I'm not really going to expand on it, but I have Susan, I'll catch you up real quick. I'm publishing a book next year and I have seen what is very close to what my final cover will be. (laughs) So yeah, I have no idea when it's going to like be public and all of that, but, and you know, there are definitely, I have some like tweaks and questions and things like that, but I've seen it and it's really good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. I can't believe how like real and soon. Did did it feel super real having that book? Yeah. Getting to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, this is, this is a book. (laughs) Like that's what I said. I was like, oh wow. Like, okay, here comes, here comes the book. So yes, it's very exciting. Um, and yeah, that, so actually, so the, the second part of our opening is what is one good thing you've achieved this week? I have not achieved this, but I did see it and it is someone made a very beautiful book cover for me. So <laughs> what's the name of the book? It's called The Accidental Pinup. It's a contemporary romance novel. It's supposed to come out next summer. Susan, what's something you feel like you've achieved this week? I, I guess just the fact that I, uh, I wrote my, I got my Shang-Chi uh, movie review yeah. done, wrote mm-hmm. and shot it for ICTN. And then I also wrote my Candyman movie review. And it was, sometimes it's such a struggle to yeah. focus on writing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I felt really good that I got those done and it's like, I'm done by, by Wednesday. So. Awesome. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear what you think or read, yeah. I'll read the review, but I can't wait to hear you think of uh, Candyman. I'm gathering all my reviews of that right now. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Gwen, what's your achievement this week? Oh, I've cleaned out my freezer. That was like a big Ooh. goal of mine was to try to clean our freezer so small. 
And so if mm-hmm. I don't, then it starts to get, you know, starts to build. And then I have like a freezer and I can't close it. So cleaning out my freezer was really good. I've been just kind of experimenting with recipes and stuff, but that was, uh, and now that I have my air fryer, my kitchen is not a million degrees anymore. Well, it sounds like we're all doing awesome things this week. Yeah. So I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm excited for all of us. We wanted to get together this week and talk about kind of our anticipated entertainment from now until the end of the year. Fall and winter are such a big time for releases. September is a really big month for books and TV. November and December are often when we see really big Oscar, like Oscar and quote movie, you know, quote mm-hmm. movies that come out to take advantage of the holiday season. Hopefully, I don't know, I don't want to put this out there necessarily, but hopefully people can go to movie theaters this year safely. I know that mask mandates are being put in in place and I'm going to get on my soapbox and say, go get vaccinated (laughs) and I'll leave it at that. (laughs) But, you know, in, in a lot of parts of the world, this is the time of the year where it gets colder and we all hunker down and we spend some time indoors. I think, you know, it's, it's always an exciting time of the year. I think for me, I don't know. I don't know what it is. How do you guys feel about it? I look forward to like September, October Mm -hmm. so much because like, one, I think it's still the excitement of maybe in my head, I'm going to school, even though I'm not really like <laughs> going to school, but it's like, also that's when all the shows premiere. That's yeah. when all my friends come back in my life. And so like right now, it's just the excitement of September and October right here. And all our shows are about to- being in Texas and how miserably hot it's been. I'm unfortunately, September is probably going to feel just the same. So I'm really (laughs) anxious for October to get here and just to be even like 70 degrees would be so amazing. But I've always been excited when, when October comes, I've always been excited because it's like, it's, it's Halloween and then you've got Thanksgiving Mm. and Christmas and Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve. So it's like this, I guess that's my, the kid inside me getting excited. Not that I even go trick or treating or anything like that, (laughs) but I just get so excited for that. That nostalgia comes back and I really, really love it. And I'm, I do like when the trick-or-treaters come now that we have a house, I get so that last year, I'm like, we're really prepared. We're going to get more candy. And (laughs) I think we just need to sit out there and be ready because yeah, that's, I, I do love it. And I, and I do love Oscar season. That is my, yeah. mm-hmm. that's my favorite season. Yeah. We'll have to yeah. have Susan back on for Oscar time. Cause she yeah. is a world of knowledge on that. <laughs> totally. I know. I feel like last year I just did not pay attention. I don't know. You know, it's just, I think the nature of the pandemic. So I was not paying attention. And I remember, in fact, when I remember coming to one of our virtual fresh fiction book clubs and someone talked about how they, had they watched Mank and I was like, what is Mank? I don't even know. <laughs> like, what is, what does that mean? <laughs> don't watch so, it. Don't watch right. It. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then that seemed kind of to be the general consensus. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, that is the big question. What is Mank and why is Mank? <laughs> why is Mank is a better why question. Why? Why does that. it exist? <laughs> Before we dive into our recs, like I thought we could chat a bit and talk about the overarching themes or trends that we're enjoying and noticing and what we hope, but also what we hope doesn't continue. Maybe something that we've been noticing that we're like, this can, this can go away. So for the nature of kind of keeping things in order, we're going to go through everything, film, TV, books. So Susan's going to talk about film. Gwen's going to talk about TV and I'm going to talk about books. Susan, what are some things you're noticing and what do you want to see continue and maybe stop? Gosh, I don't know about stop because I do feel like film has been really good about showing diversity lately Mm -hmm. and strong female leads. Mm -hmm. And I I want that to continue. Just even actual ethnicities are playing their Mm -hmm. role in film and even not just uh, on screen, but behind screen. I think uh, something that I realized when I was doing my review for Shang-Chi was the reason, like I wasn't a fan of Mulan and certainly didn't care about the new Mortal Kombat. I thought that was terrible, (laughs) but those were directed by like white people Mm -hmm. and not that they can't make Asian led films, but there might be a reason why Shang-Chi, which was directed by an Asian American, right? Maybe, maybe he knew what he was doing. And maybe yeah. we need to at least put those those people in have have mm-hmm. them have the influences in the film. Yeah. 
I think I agree with that. I, and I think across everything we're about to talk about, I think publishing especially, but also film and TV, I think they they kind of need to continue to go through this reckoning that we've been yeah. seeing happen, I think, mm-hmm. over the last few years where it's just like, oh, this is the quality entertainment we could be having yeah. if you let the people who know the subject matter right. actually exactly. create it, you know? So yeah. yeah, I love that. I think that's great. Okay, Gwen, how about you? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, And another thing that I think on top of that, I think that television has been doing really, really well lately and and started with a show like You're the Worst is Mm -hmm. talking about mental illness and behavior disorders um, and really sort of destigmatizing them and and having conversations because with a television show versus a movie, you can have that conversation over six, eight, 13 episodes and really show sort of how someone um, who is suffering from mental illness uh, goes through the suffering phases then to dealing with and rectifying and how do you sort of incorporate it in your life. And I think that's really cool because seeing shows like Kevin can um, F himself do a really, really great job of that. So I'd like to see more conversations in that direction. Um, And then, yeah, piggybacking off of what Susan said, I'd really like to see more female or more more women forward shows and storytelling because I think um, that's one, we're all women. And so that's Mm -hmm. a story we want to see, but then also having the voices um, and the writers that are doing the work too, I think is really, really crucial because Mm -hmm. they, we look at, we have a different lens than a man has. Um, And as women of color, we have different lenses that we look at things as well. And so it's just kind of getting to see that. And also just as a little side note, I'd like a solid host for Jeopardy. So I'm really into Jeopardy right now. <laughs> right. And is uh, it not solidified? Is it not Maya? No. It's well Maya's gonna be doing the primetime one, but it's the yeah, the um daytime one has still not been. Yeah. Done. I read I read the other day and who knows, by the time this goes up, maybe it will all be solved. But I know yeah. <laughs> like literally yesterday or the day before I read she is going to film a bunch because she's still on a TV show. I forgot she has a show on CBS that right. I don't even remember the oh. name of. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll look it up and put it in show notes. We'll see. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like Kate's growing up or something. something. Like yes. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so because of that filming, she can only do so many of the daytime shows. But I think, oh, you know what? No, I was listening to the radio and they were like, yeah, just give her the money you were going to give Mike Richards. She'll probably just do Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. So like, we'll see. She does. I mean, if that's who they end up going with, she deserves it. So yeah, she'd be a good one. Yeah, she really did a good. really good. Yeah, she was great. I think diversity continuing to expand in books and and especially behind the scenes, which still has a long way to go. But I think authors and characters of color, especially, and, you know, with different sexual orientations and different types of abilities. I think I've, I've noticed even in romance too, that you see characters who have different types of um, abilities or disabilities and um, as well as like different, like you see a lot of chronic illness, which I think is really interesting because it Mm -hmm. is something that so many people deal with. Um, which has been really cool to see. I'm also really here for the interest in the paranormal and speculative fiction space right now, but I'm not seeing like vampires and werewolves. I'm seeing right. witches and ghosts, which I don't know why, but that's like totally my lane. Yep. Um, one thing I want, I'm going to say this, and I say this as someone who's about to have a book out and who is going to have her book marketed and pitched to people, but and, and I used to do this. It's a huge marketing tactic, tactic, but I'm really tired of something being the next gone girl or the next big little live mm, or yeah. my favorite. Like I saw a pitch the other day that it was like, it's the hating game meets the Adams family, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I want, <laughs> I want work to stand on its own. I really mm-hmm. wish we could like, let stuff just be what it is because no matter what it is pitched or explained as, it's never that original thing. Obviously, it's right. supposed to be something new. So that's a slippery slope. I know people, and it, it is, it makes it easy for people to identify if they're going to like it or not. But I also would love it for, for stuff to stand on, on their own. I don't know, though, Danielle, you just sold me on Adam's Family Meets the Hating Game. I mean, I have, it sounds yeah. I have it, questions. It's, it's a good marketing tactic. <laughs> it is. Because like you said, it just makes me like, oh, like you said, okay, yeah. Pretty Little Liars meets Gossip Girl. You're, I'm yeah. like, what? 
Let's yeah. Go. Maybe it's more so like it's the next whatever. And I feel like Gone Girl, yeah. I think, and it started kind of with Gone Girls, like this is the next Gone Girl or like this is the next girl on the train. Like I feel like yeah. all, all yeah. those girl books. Um, yeah. It was <laughs> those like the thriller girl books. Girl books. Yeah. And the same with like Fifty that. Shades of Grey when they were like, oh, this sexy book is the yeah. next Fifty Shades of Grey. Like this is nothing like that book. Nothing like that. <laughs> they have characters. That's the only similarity. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. So I'll stop complaining. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's move into some recs because this is going to be, I think this is what everyone's here for. This is what people want to know. So let's start with, I think September, we kind of talked about how September is a really big month. Um, TV comes back, big books come out and you start to see kind of those like prestige movies start to come out. So Let's start with film in September. Susan, what are you looking forward to? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings definitely recommend comes out. I know that one comes out September 3rd and it's such a great uh, Marvel edition. I really, really enjoyed it. Candyman, I know comes out on, it's technically August, but I'm like, (laughs) come on, it's basically September. I'm surprised they didn't open it in October. In October. Yeah, it's such, maybe they're trying to save save, uh, Halloween kills for that. Maybe not really sure, but uh, Candyman, I enjoyed it. Thought that was right. a lot of fun. Um, Dune, Dune, yeah. I can't remember, but uh, I can't remember now which day that one was exactly. I believe that one's October. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I just made this list, and it's between like both those months. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Dune, No Time to Die. Mm, uh, finally. New- yeah. Right. <laughs> um, the Last Duel. I'm actually really excited for that. That's the, have you seen the trailer for that? That's, mm-hmm. um, it's got uh, Adam Driver and I want to say, oh my gosh, I don't want to say, is it Matt Damon? It's, yeah, it's, I think so. Yeah. Now that you're saying this, yeah, it's Matt Damon and I yeah. think Ben Affleck is in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's their like, eye job. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> returning together. Yeah. yeah. And a Jodie Comer, which I've, I haven't mm-hmm. heard oh, of her. her. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She well, was on a killing Eve. Yeah. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. that act. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like, she, um, apparently it's, it's kind of, he said, he said, she said, did mm. she get attacked by Adam driver or did Adam driver and her have like consensual yeah. relations mm. either way him and Matt Damon have to duel <laughs> so yeah and it's uh, sad it's like sad in medieval France or something yeah, yeah it looks yeah, pretty yeah. cool yeah oh and that gosh. one's October as well sorry yeah. if I'm going ahead since it's oh no this is fine yeah um, but yeah Halloween kills I'm super excited about um dear Evan Hansen oh um, man are you excited about dear Evan Hansen yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I've never watched the play or anything, mm-hmm. but just the, I've been, I'm like, I will be there yeah. for that. Yeah. And I'm really stoked for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That sounds like a very interesting story. Plus I really like um, Jessica Chastain. So yeah. Love her. Yeah. She's she, great. <laughs> I was just reading um, an article about, or an interview that she did yesterday um, talking about the makeup for Tammy Faye. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, what a, what a great meaty performance for her too. Like, I mean, there's just, there's so much, there's so much that happens. Yeah, Tammy Faye. So, so much. <laughs> she's never won an Oscar. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little early though. That's the unfortunate thing. Um, October is not, you got it. You got to have the most badass performance mm-hmm. for you to be remembered by, um, the voting time for them to vote for you yeah. for that. Yeah. So unfortunate. Well, I feel like I'm trying to think, but I think didn't, I think, um, oh my gosh, I'm just like blank. No, Bohemian, I think Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury. I think that came out a little bit early, didn't it? Or was it maybe November? I don't know, but I remember it was like, it was like stewing for a really long time. Yeah. I, I definitely remember seeing like an article that was like, are we going to remember Rami Malek's impression of Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> biopics are a really strong contender i don't yeah. know they, they always go for people mm-hmm. who played a real person that's right almost always yeah. but yeah totally closely followed closely by anything that takes place in hollywood yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah because they're obsessed with themselves so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right gwen let's get to your tv picks 
All right. Well, so yeah, September is, uh, September, October are my months to shine. Not only is it my birthday month in September, Mm -hmm. it's also premiere month. Um, so this is the time that we've got the basic cable and broadcast all have their new, their, uh, returning shows are, are premiering. And then because of COVID, there are not as many new shows premiering, but Mm -hmm. there are a few to look forward to. Um, some trends that I'm seeing right off the bat in September are, uh, reboots and remakes. So we're getting an, I know what you did last summer, uh, remake over on Amazon, which I loved. I know I just found out about that today. I was like, yeah. Whoa. I was like all right, let's do it. Um, so yeah, there's going to be an, I know what you did last summer remake over on Amazon. Um, Doogie Hauser has a new version on Disney plus that is ta- that takes place in Hawaii, um, and follows Wait, a young, is it, it's, is, it's is he Doogie. involved or is I, it new? It's new. It's new. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not called Doogie Hauser at all. Yeah. It's Doogie Kamahalo, I think, is how oh. you pronounce it because it's going to follow a young woman who, um, okay. a young uh, indigenous woman who is going or um, Pacific Islander. Um, I'll make sure I get that right. Uh, who is um, young and smart and is going to mm-hmm. become a doctor. So that looks really cute. That's on Disney Plus, and cool. then also on ABC, The Wonder Years is has a remake coming out um that i'm really looking forward to that follows mm-hmm. um a black family in the 70s yeah. uh and then over on um abc i'm really excited if you love action adventure i'm looking forward to la brea and of the return of big sky mm-hmm. i thought the big sky which is a adaptation of a cj box book i thought it was a really ridiculous show really silly <laughs> premise but i got so sucked into it because it's one of those shows every every episode it's different something changes you don't yeah. know what to expect you can it's also really fun to just like watch an episode without knowing what's going on like you can kind of just pick it up and pay attention because like they said n- nothing really matters like just <laughs> Every week they're like, oh, that's the bad guy now. Okay. And then La Brea is, uh, I think time travel also got some tar pits in it. So it's, mm-hmm. it kind of has that sort of, um, uh, land of the lost vibe going for it. If you yeah. like that, which I think we're also seeing a lot of just tropical themes this year because of COVID, um, having to film on set in places that were one outdoors and also could be isolated. So we're seeing a lot of things that have been filmed there. Um, and then also history is going to be big in the fall. We've got the, even if it's just sort of, um, controversial look at history, we've got the American crime story impeachment season, um, we'll be premiering on, on FX. There is the controversy, of course, not only is it about the Clinton affair and Monica Lewinsky scandal, but it also, um, is written or based off of the Jeffrey Tobin book and Jeffrey Tobin has his own controversy. So (laughs) there's been a little bit of a talk about that. Um, I'm also looking forward on HBO, the uh, remake of Scenes from a Marriage, which was an Ingmar Bergman series or um, film that's now going to be a series starring Jessica Chastain and um, Oscar Isaac, who I loved in A Most Violent Year. I thought they were fantastic in that movie. So to see them again, playing an unhappy married couple, like I cannot wait to just watch them yell at each other. It looks really good. It looks really good. In October, we have (laughs) the return of Succession on HBO, which, you know, I cannot shut up about that show. So I'm very much looking forward to season three and final season of Insecure will be out on HBO. Um, Also in October, both of them just have vague October dates, but I'm assuming they'll probably be premiering close to each other. Yeah. Um, I'm also really looking forward to uh, Queens on ABC, which stars Brandy and Eve. They are girl diva group that, uh, so it's kind of like Empire, kind of also a little bit like Beyond the Lights. Is that the name of that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of has that sort of same sort of energy on it, but I love Brandy. And so I will. I know. To the end of the world. Like, yeah, she's back. HBO will have the prequel film, The Many Saints of New York, which is a prequel for uh, The Sopranos, starring oh, yeah. starring um, James Gandolfini's son in the role of a young uh, Tony Soprano. That is a lot. I mean, between the, I feel like, how am I going to read all these books I'm going to talk about? Um, I know. <laughs> I've got too much to watch. Okay, so for my picks in September. I've got the follow-up to last or earlier, was it last year or earlier this summer? I don't know. What is time? But anyway, it's the follow-up to You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. It's called A Lot Like Adios. This is another contemporary romance. It's set in New York. It like, I think one of the great things, Alexis Daria lives in New York. She's 
she grew up in New York. You, you feel like you are in New York when you read her book. Um, but this is a second chance romance about two people who were best friends in high school. They fell in love like right before they both went off to college and they both had their reasons for going down different paths and they never really fully explained how they felt about each other, of course. So cut to a few years later, or maybe like maybe about a decade later, the hero owns a successful gym in LA. They want to expand into New York. His business partner hires this PR whiz and guess who it is? It's the girl he left. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so she, and she like, he doesn't even really know until like she shows up at the airport to pick him up and they have to work together. And they also have to figure out all of their feelings. They both have very nosy um, families who Uh are just like always in their business and always messing Mm -hmm. messing things up. I have read this one already. It's really, really fun. Um, and really great. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then my next pick for September is You Got Anything Stronger by Gabrielle Union. It's a follow-up to her memoir, We're Going to Need More Wine, which I think came out a few years ago. And it was so, it was so great because, you know, she talks about her past. She's very emotional. She's very raw. She talks about her journey through IVF. And I think, you know, it's nice to know she does have a daughter now with Dwayne Wade. And, but it was a really, it was a big struggle for her to get there. Um, I have not read You Got Anything Stronger, but I just, I really can't wait. Like I said, she, and, you know, in addition to being raw and emotional, she's also really self-deprecating and very funny, which, I mean, I think you, you see that in her performances, but it's also really nice to see um, on the page as well. And I will say, you know, Gwen, was it last episode or the episode? It was last episode where we talked about people like celebrities we follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she is actually one who I do follow. She's really, she's a really great like Instagram follow. Moving into October, I have, I have three picks here. One I'm not going to talk too long about because it's the brightest star in Paris by Diana Biller. Diana is going to be a guest on the podcast in a couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. And this book is, this is her second novel. It came, it's coming out after the widow of Rose house. Um, This is, there's a paranormal element. There are ghosts around the, the, one of the main characters may or may not be sort of a medium, um, but she's, and she's also a prima ballerina. And the man who she's involved with in this book is a turn of the century neurosurgeon. He's not called that in the book because they weren't called neurosurgeons, but he's a doctor who likes to look at brains. Um, And it's set in turn of the century Paris. It's really beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is a little, it is very angsty and emotional, but I mean, it's like for everyone who did read The Widow of Rose House, this is a really wonderful follow-up. My next pick for October is All the Feels by Olivia Day. This is another contemporary romance. This comes out after spoiler uh, spoiler alert, which was kind of set in the like Comic-Con convention world and dealt with like a Game of Thrones-esque TV show and, and all of that. But I think beyond the setting of kind of the outskirts, not the outskirts, but it is set in Hollywood, but she kind of takes like a different sector of Hollywood and really looks at it. But beyond that, her and all of her books her female main characters are all fat and they're happy with themselves. They start out that way. And the books really aren't about them trying to love themselves how they are. Like they already do, you know? And and it's really not even about the love interest getting over the fact that they are plus size. Like it's just that's they're attracted to them. And that is why. And I, I really, really love and appreciate that she does it. And she does it really carefully and wonderfully. And it does, and it doesn't feel pandering. Mm -hmm. So, but in this book, it deals with an actor who has a wild streak and his wild streak is really starting to catch up with his fame. So his team hires a woman to keep an eye on him. She really is kind of like his handler. She's like telling him, no, you don't need to climb on that bar stool. Like, please, stay down. She's there to keep them on the straight and narrow. And I'm pretty sure you can figure out what happens between them (laughs) against how they feel their better judgment. They end up falling in love. So it's, it's really, really delightful. And then finally for October, I have to give a shout out to taste my life through food by Stanley Tucci. Um, because I know I am not the only one obsessed with Stanley Tucci making cocktails on Instagram. He's super charming. He's a beloved and great actor. He knows how to wear a waistcoat unironically. <laughs> and I cannot wait to read his foodie memoir. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Perfect that he's writing one too. I know. Like, 
who I don't even know whose publisher is, but whoever that person who had that idea, that was great. Stanley Tucci's probably like, I have made my own publisher. We are going to take a quick break and then we will be back to talk about the things that are coming out in the winter that we are looking forward to. We're back and we are going to keep going. So let's move in to winter. So we're going to talk about November and December picks. So Susan, you are up first again. <laughs> All right. This is again, just a, a, a list of December yeah. and November films. Um, but yeah, we've got Eternals. The The newest trailer came out this week and it looks awesome. So yeah. good. It really <laughs> looks amazing. Looks so good. It's like so many chills and I'm a it's- huge Kumail Nanjani fan. Yeah. So I love that he's in there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I honestly, I've watched that trailer so many times. Cause I'm like, I don't understand what's happening <laughs> at all. Yeah. Oh, but I'm me either. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I know. I, yeah. I, I'm like, what's what happening? What are they talking about? <laughs> but I'm literally just in awe of the yeah. visuals and the actors who are in there and Definitely. talk about a diverse cast right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like good on Disney for their- Disney gets uh, it. Yeah, they're, they're staying committed to their diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. in their project. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm so excited for that. I'm sorry. I just was not a fan of the, the Melissa McCarthy, Melissa yeah. McCarthy. That was just such a, it was so disappointing. It really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, as a fan of Miles Teller, I'm really excited about Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. I, yeah. I like Tom Cruise too, honestly. I, I really do. Uh, if you want to talk about an Oscar contender, this House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gives me chills. I love Lady Gaga. And if there is somebody, I would be so stoked to win an Oscar. I know she already won one yeah. for her song. For, yeah. But I I actually think she is a talented actress. I really do, especially in American Horror Story. I think that's where she was even yeah. better in that than she was probably in A Star is Born. I am so excited to see what she can do. In, mm-hmm. the, the clips I've seen in uh, of the trailer, she just is already phenomenal. And also a new trailer that came out this week was Spider-Man No Way Home. The King's Man. And I guess people are excited about this one. I am not a huge Matrix fan, <laughs> yeah. but the Matrix 4 is coming out and people seem really <laughs> stoked about it. So I guess keep that on your radar. I I told my husband recently, I was like, I don't even, I was like, I don't, couldn't tell you what happened in any of those movies almost. <laughs> like I, I remember the first one and I was okay mm-hmm. with it, but I yeah. seriously zone out i yep. i have i'm like what are they saying what is happening but people love it <laughs> i don't yeah. know people like to be confused sometimes. They, i guess yeah. i get but well they do and then they come out of the theater like oh that was incredible it was amazing i'm like how what yeah explain what it to that? me and they're like i can't do that <laughs> the thing about house house of gucci mm-hmm. is that's again another trailer i've watched like I don't even know how many times because it's so Mm -hmm. great. So good. But then I'm also like, I had no idea any of this happened. So I definitely went down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole. I was like, what? Murder? Gucci? Like what's happening? (laughs) It's like how I feel after I watch a Lifetime movie that's like based on true story. I'm like, let me Google all of that. Like what's happening? But yeah, I'm sure I'll research it even more, but that it is such a good trailer it really is oh I love trailers Gwen how about you what are your picks for the end for winter 2021 yeah so um November is a little bit more of a downtime for tv Mm -hmm. um but we've got a couple of really interesting shows that I'm looking forward to one is the season two premiere of the great I loved so much last year um that is and it's great because it's also so I mean other than the fact that the title is great it's 30 minutes every episode so you can get through them really quickly and I'm pretty sure that Hulu dropped them all at once last year so they might do that again this year but um, yeah I'm not 100% sure Um, and then Dexter there's a new season um, of Dexter it's eight years later New Blood um, is the subtitle of the series and uh, Michael C. Hall is back as Dexter and so is Jennifer Carpenter as Deborah so there's gonna be yeah how is that even possible we're just gonna have to find out oh (laughs) like that There'd be some flashbacks. I think that it's probably flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. It's probably not like the whole time. Cause there's also the suggestion of like, does the sun become the next killer? So yeah. there's lots of open-ended opportunity for this to sort of be a chapter closing for that Dexter and then having maybe a future one. Um, and then December is usually when I spend 
time either watching the shows that I didn't get to watch the rest yeah. of the year or catching up on Netflix Christmas movies. Yes. We have a new the Princess best. Switch coming out. <laughs> yep. It's like Princess Switch 7. I don't know. Like four or five. <laughs> I like um, the second one. Yeah, they're so mm-hmm. cute. Can I tell a really funny story about the Christmas Prince? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the year that movie came out, you know, it was just, you know, everyone was like, oh no, you have to watch it. It's like so bad. It's good. And like, I agree. It's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it really is not a good movie, but it's kind of like, so over the top ridiculous that it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go with it. We got our daughter, a dollhouse that year that had to be put together. It was like very nice. It was very cute. She to this day does not play with it, but it doesn't matter. My husband <laughs> was like, putting it together. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to turn on this movie. It's going to be so funny. Like it's supposed to be really like weird and kind of not great, but we'll laugh through it. I immediately fell asleep. My husband, I had the remote and my husband was like surrounded by dollhouse parts. So he's like, yeah, I had to put together that dollhouse and watch that movie. Uh, <laughs> that I didn't want to watch and you were asleep on the couch. Been there, yeah. guy. I don't think he'll ever watch any of those, but I have watched them and I think they're ridiculous but I, I like it. so moving into a few more book pick my first book that comes out in November I'm gonna give a little bit of a background to just for because it's personal to me about a decade ago I discovered Garth Nix's Old Kingdom series that started with the book Sabriel it's a high fantasy novel and a high fantasy series about a young woman whose father who is a necromancer goes missing. But in this magical world, a necromancer doesn't raise the dead and real or like try to talk to them. He makes sure they stay dead. Like the dead are trying to come back to this magical world, but he makes sure they stay asleep, I guess you could say. Um, (laughs) He goes missing and she takes on, she's like, I think in her late teens and she takes on the mantle of the necromancer and has to go on this adventure to try to find her dad. This series came to me at like the right time, like Harry Potter and all the movies were done. I had exhausted the, you know, everything I could read about Lord of the Rings at that point. So I was like, I was hungry for a new series. So this book that's coming out in November, it's called Tercial and Eleanor. And it's actually a prequel. And it tells the story of the missing necromancer. His name is Tercial and Sabriel's mother, Eleanor. And so Tercial is like, he knows he's going to become the necromancer. And she is a non-magical person in this world. And they meet and they fall in love and kind of change fate as it were. Like if you're looking for a high fantasy book that is not quite as dense as something like The Lord of the Rings, but is probably a little bit more nuanced than Harry Potter and even something like The Magicians, I think this is a really good, a really good space. And again, like I've said on the podcast before, I know Gwen, you know this, like high fantasy is usually really hard for me to get into. Like I really want to like it, but if the world building is hard to understand, like I just, I like check out immediately. Mm-hmm. And in this, it was kind of like you're thrown into it, but you also get it. I don't know. I don't know. It really works. So yeah, highly recommend Tercial and Eleanor by Garth Nick. My next pick is back to contemporary romance. It's Don't Fall in Love by Jackie Lau. I'm a huge Jackie Lau fan. I've, I've interviewed her and worked with her a few different times. Her books always have an incredible food element. And this one is no different. It's set at a bakery and it's a reverse Notting Hill setup. Um, the guy is an actor. He has a rom-com that came out that kind of bombed. He's got some other stuff going on in his life. So he has to go home back to Toronto and he decides to sign up to go on this celebrity baking competition show to kind of like refresh his image. So he asks this owner of a bakery that's like down the street from like where he's staying to help him out. And, you know, and so, and and she does, and, and it's just about that. And there's a ton of talk of food. This book has two Asian leads. It's set in Canada, which I think is really awesome. Jackie Lau lives in Canada. Um, and yeah, like I said, the food imagery and everything, it's all, it's all chef's kiss. Like it's really, it's really fun and delightful. My next pick is Miss Moriarty, I presume by Sherry Thomas, which this is the sixth book in Sherry Thomas's Lady Sherlock series. And in this series, Charlotte Holmes creates this persona of her brother, Sherlock. There is no Sherlock, but she creates the persona of Sherlock to solve mysteries and murders across London. And just like in the classic series, 
Sherlock Holmes's foe Moriarty, he is also here in a different sense, but he is also here. And he's been this ever looming figure throughout the entire series thus far. But in this book, he makes an appearance because his daughter has gone missing and he mm-hmm. wants Charlotte to find her. And so you get some insight on the big bad. And you also, of course, get to see how Charlotte kind of deals with all of this. Romance fans know Sherry Thomas. She has written historical romance, but she, so, and so this is a little bit of a turn because it's more of kind of a, an actual mystery, historical mystery series, but there is a very, 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 I can't stress this enough, very slow burn romance that has lasted all of these books. And this continues in this book as well. But the two people at the heart of it, Charlotte and her love interest are kind of starting to come around and you kind of get to see a little bit more interaction. Um, And of course, Charlotte is always her unique and clever self. And then my final pick for this for this winter is called this book is a book called The Love Con by Ceresia Glass. Um, It's friends to lovers and fake dating, and it's set in the world of cosplay at fan conventions, and it's about a plus-size Black cosplayer who joins a reality cosplay competition, which I hope at some point will be like a real show. But for the final round, she needs her significant other to do like a couple's costume together, and she, like, I think when she signed up, they didn't know that this was going to be the challenge, but she says, yeah, you know, there's a question, do you have a significant other? And she's just like, yeah, sure. She gets her best friend's be her fake boyfriend and of course they've been hiding their true feelings <laughs> and this takes things to a whole new level this is a really unique and fun look at fandom and it also does not shy away from the way that women and especially women of color and plus size women are often scrutinized in these communities sounds like I'm a at, great movie i know it right? should <laughs> be yeah i like, think let's send this straight to netflix yeah, right perfect. Sure. <laughs> it's a perfect netflix film mm-hmm. yeah all right. So those are our picks. That's really fun. I feel oh like we gosh. have so much good stuff to look forward to. Yes. And I'm, yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm sure I've forgotten like 900 more books and even TV shows and movies that I'm, yeah. I'm also interested in. So of course this is not a full list, but yeah. hopefully everyone we'll find something fun to go, go along with, um, and watch and read and enjoy. Let's move into our goal segment. So Susan, Gwen and I try to hold each other accountable and we set goals. (laughs) We're going to talk about our goals from the last episode, but if you would like to set a goal, we invite you to do so too. Um, so Gwen, last time your goal was to drink more water. How's it going? (laughs) <laughs> um, it's going really well. I've, I've been sipping on some tea while we've been recording. Oh. Uh, it counts as green tea, right? It counts, right? No. Okay, fine. I also, have, <laughs> I also have water next to me yeah. on the ground, <laughs> okay. um, which I have not been drinking. Uh, but no, other than that, I have been, I got a new water bottle, which I think nice. always kind of helps to be, you know, feel like you've owe the water bottle some attention. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've been drinking my water. I'm trying to do half my body weight in ounces hmm. um, is my goal. So I'm looking at like, that's a lot of water, but um, we'll, <laughs> we'll, I'll keep trying. I'm yeah. feeling better. My skin feels better and my hands feel better. And that was, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. What about you? Yours was to work on the routine for your upcoming school year. How are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah. So after a year of remote learning, it was like, I just was, I was all over the place. I was trouble troubleshooting, like, you know, a Google, a Chromebook, you know, which I don't even know how to work, but my, my daughter does now, <laughs> but you know, I was troubleshooting. I was trying to like, you know, I'd run upstairs. Gwen, I mean, Gwen knows like I'd run upstairs to, for like our fresh fiction calls. And then I have to like run back downstairs to like, make sure she was doing stuff. You know, it was just, it was, it was a lot. A lot. So anticipating having this quiet time that I brought up earlier has been kind of overwhelming because I'm like, oh, I could just, I could go to Starbucks. I could walk through Target. I could go to, you know, TJ Maxx. And then I was like, no, like you actually, you need to do some work. So I have kind of, it's not like you're going to do two hours of uploading blogs and writing interviews, but it is kind of like, okay, in the morning, 
do fresh fiction stuff and then transition into writing and revising and, and all of that. And I think the biggest thing for me, which I've been reminding my daughter, like we need to stay flexible because in case she does have to come home and Mm, quarantine or whatever from going to school in person, I, I have to do the same. So I'm trying to be flexible Mm. about it, but I am also being like, okay, concentrate on work here and then move into, to writing and all of that. I think I'm doing it. I think even just knowing that you, you know, like knowing what the structure of your day needs to look like yeah. is really like the right steps, you know? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I mean, I have just a few goals, I guess I could say for yeah. myself based totally. on, I, I agree with you, Gwen. I, I want to drink more water. I've been mm-hmm. doing that. I've been mm-hmm. trying to, especially when I go to Starbucks, I will get a, like a large water. So smart Good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I go mm-hmm. to work, I will like refill that water. Cause I'm like, I'd love to have at least eight cups a day, but mm-hmm. my goal is more like 12. So yeah. Um, yeah. just because I researched it or whatever, you looked it up and that's what I should be drinking. Right. It's like 10 to 12 or something. But, uh, and then I am so bad. I'm like a night owl. Like I'm trying, I really want to go to bed earlier and then wake yeah. up earlier. I, cause I could stay up to like one to two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one time this week I went to bed at 10 20. I was so proud of myself. <gasps> Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. I know that was, but I'm going to try and if I can, the problem yeah. is, I'm so busy throughout the day. And when I finally have my free time to watch my shows or my movies, Mm -hmm. it starts at like when Trevor goes to bed and it's like 11 and I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Mm." so that's, that's really the struggle, but yeah, I need to get that going. And then when it gets cooler, I would like to go on more walks and like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. These are good goals. Yeah. I love that. Well, my (laughs) new goal, I've got to buy and put together two new desks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cause I, um, so I normally, I used to be officed out of our guest room. And then when my friend Alicia was visiting a couple weeks ago, I moved my office into our open space, but now Mm -hmm. I really like it over there. Um, but I have to still record and do some quiet stuff in the office or in the guest room. So now I'm like, I got it two desks, get them Mm -hmm. all set up. My mom's coming on the 22nd of September. Oh, I need fun. to have a space for her to work. Yeah. So that is my goal. It'll probably be my goal next time as well. I don't know how, <laughs> how far I'll get on it. <laughs> I think that's a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We have, we have like multiple desks in our house and we always felt kind of ridiculous. Like we're always like, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, what would look nice over there. A desk. Why do mm-hmm. we need like three desks. Oh wait, now we are all now here. You need them. Uh-huh. So we need three desks. So yeah. it, it, it has worked out. I like that. My goal for this week. And I, Gwen, I also, I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but I'm, I'm trying to speak it into existence, uh-huh. but I have to go through our guest room closet. It's the closet <laughs> that's right, right next to me. It's and shaming you currently. It is. It's one of those things where like the other day I was like, oh, I need a piece of cardstock. I don't know where it is. And it was in that closet. And I just, I was like, oh, I'm going to open this and something's going to fall on me. So it was just like, I shouldn't be scared to open a closet. Like I need to, (laughs) I need to go through it. Yeah. Take the power away from that closet. Yeah. Or at least start, like maybe it will, maybe it will be like a two time goal. So I can like start because I feel like I'm going to take stuff out and then it's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. And then I need to put it back in some and go through it and decide yep. what I'm keeping and Organize donating it. all of that. I'm scared. I don't know. It's like, I'm real apprehensive about this goal, but I said it. So now I have to do it. Right. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be here to help you. I'm like, we can do this. I love <laughs> organizing. You. It's very good. Oh, season. me too. I'm like, I actually really get it. I feel like, like Monica from friends with that. <laughs> I really get a kick out of it. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. So our final segment, which is, I think I would, I would say it's our favorite time of, mm-hmm. of the show, but it's what is bringing us comfort or joy this week. So Susan, what's something it could be anything. It could be a product. It could be a show. It could be taking a walk, whatever it is. What is bringing you comfort this week? I'd say probably like two things. I would say Taco Bell. Cause yeah. sometimes it just hits the spot and it's like something I get on my way to work sometimes. And it's, delicious. I don't know. Um, but that fire also, sauce is legit. 
They're all <laughs> so good. I really love their hot um, mm-hmm. and mild. And then I was re-watching after I had saw um, season two of Never Have I Ever. I decided mm-hmm. this week to re-watch from the beginning. Oh, to fun. Yeah. And also following up with what Gwen said about um, mental health and shows. I mean, the main character sees a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nisi, yeah. She does a great job. Yeah. It's a more comedic and lighthearted way to portray mm-hmm. that, but it's still, it's, it's a great way to instill that in younger kids to show like normalcy of it but um but in general but I just I love that show like Mm -hmm. I can watch that over and over again it does it brings me comfort yeah I always think of you when I hear the name of that show I always like that's one of Susan's favorites it's probably my I don't know it might be my favorite Netflix show that has come all right Gwen what about you what's bringing you comfort and joy this week what's this is ridiculous because it's getting a little bit cooler I am just ready for some funny sweaters funny I've been looking at funny sweaters online like I have a Christmas sweater that's in my closet right now that I'm like really want to wear because I'm just tired of wearing the same like four sweaters. And that's like one of my other sweaters. So I've started just looking at silly things and I'm considering buying a Western theme jacket from Costco. Tell me more about this. Okay. What does it it mean? (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, so it's just like a fleece sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. With, I think it's got zippers. I think it's a zippered one, but also might have buttons, but it looks like, like that new Mexico Mesa style, sort oh. of like the bandito style, but it's a, okay. it's a hoodie. And so I was like, this will be perfect to walk the dog in. And it also will embarrass my husband. And that's <laughs> always quite fun. <laughs> okay. I love that. That's and so it's like, funny. it's also in that price range where it's not super, it's like, pricey but not expensive like $49 mm-hmm. where I'm like that's yeah. reasonable for a really warm sweater that also looks silly and <laughs> I'm here for yeah. silly things <laughs> uh, that's so, great you'll see next week if I actually buy it <laughs> you should wear that Get yeah it wear it. <laughs> yeah it'll be like Pixar didn't happen right right um. exactly <laughs> what about you Danielle well I started the episode I brought it up multiple times but it's the fact that my house is so quiet I love mm-hmm. it. My cats have caught on to the fact oh. that my daughter is like they like earlier in the summer, she did summer camp and um, they were very distraught. Two cats. They're very loud. They were very distraught. They did not know where she was. But so I'm thinking the combination of that and the fact that it's been a, almost a full week of school or it has been a full week of school. They um, they have caught on that she does come back. So they're not sad. So they have finally started to shut up. And <laughs> my husband goes into the office like three to four days a week, kind of just depends on his schedule. And in fact, like the other day he was home and I was like, you said you were going into the office. And he was <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I, I looked at my schedule. I don't need to go in. I can just do everything from here. And I was like, can you, are you really going to do that? Um, but yeah, so, but today is like a day it's, super quiet. No one's here. It's amazing. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. that for you so much. Thank you. You've really you. earned it. I really have. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Susan, this was so much fun. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We are definitely going to have to have you come back. Absolutely. Maybe, yeah, maybe to that. break down like Oscar nominations or something. Yeah, please. Yeah. Super cool. This was so, a lot of fun. Oh, good. Yeah. So before we fully do, we do our whole little sign off. Where can our listeners connect with you? Uh, you can follow me on uh, this chicks flicks uh, on Twitter. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and uh, or, or go to this chicks flicks.com for my okay. website. And I always say you can Google me. You'll find yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, as always, you can follow all of us on social media as well. Um, you can follow Fresh Fiction at Fresh Fiction. You can follow me at D Jackson Books. I'm mostly on Twitter. I've been doing a little bit more on Instagram, so we'll see. And you can find me over um, on Twitter and on Instagram at Real Vixen, R-E-L-V-I-X-E-N. I'm always on the Twitters. And I was going to say, this is exciting. We just finally, finally, we set up podcast at freshfiction.com. So if you want to email us directly, you can send us a note. You can gently give us criticism. Um, (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't ask for that. Um, But yeah, but we would love, we would love to hear from our listeners and just be on, be on the listen because we have something we are going to, we're working on that we need our listeners 
to give us their feedback on. So that will be coming in the next few episodes. Always, always, always please subscribe, follow, rate, and review us so people can find us. And we really, we really appreciate it when everyone does that. Again, this has been a blast. I I loved doing this with both of you. So I think that's it. (laughs) 